Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there. Welcome back. This is going to be for Acts chapter 4. I'll read the heading. Peter and John are arrested and brought before the council. Peter testifies that salvation comes because of Christ. Sadducees strive to silence them. Saints glory in the testimony of Jesus. They practice a united order. Verse 1. And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them. Being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrected the resurrection from the dead, and they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day, for it was now eventide. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men were about five thousand. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes, and Annas the high priest, and Caiaphas and John and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have ye done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of your builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Peter, who earlier had denied that he knew Christ, stands now bold and fearless to his accusers. Now that he has the gift of the Holy Ghost, nothing can restrain him from bearing testimony of Jesus Christ. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant, in other words, ordinary or plain men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. The Lord describes his emissaries as weak, unlearned and despised, but he promises that through their efforts he will thrash the nations by the power of his Spirit. Section 135 says, Wherefore I call upon the weak things of the world, those who are unlearned and despised, to thrash the nations by the power of my spirit. That was by Elder Porter. Verse 14, And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it, but when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that it spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in, in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For many glorified God for that which was done. For the man was was above forty years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed, and being let go, they went on their own company, went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, 
Thou art God, which hast made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is, who by the mouth of thy servant David hath said, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth, against the holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were gathered together, for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word, by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken, where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul, neither said any of them aught of the things which which he possessed was his own, but that but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors or land, of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. In the early days, or in the early part of both this and the meridian dispensations, the saints attempted to live the full law of consecration. That is, they consecrated their temporal means and spiritual abilities to the Lord's work. All of their talents, strength, time, properties, and monies were made available for use in the establishment of the Lord's earthly church and kingdom. In this dispensation, the organizational arrangement whereunder the principles of consecration operated was the United Order. The New Testament contains only passing allusions of how the system operated in that day. As practiced in this dispensation, the saints conveyed to the Lord's agent all of the property they, they were then given stewardships to use for their own maintenance, with all surpluses reverting back to the Lord's storehouses. Because of greed, avarice, and the worldly circumstances in which they found themselves, the saints did not achieve great success in the practice of this law, and in due course the Lord withdrew from them the privilege of so conducting their temporal affairs. That was by Bruce R. McConkie. Either the Lord withdrew from the primitive saints whatever united order they had, or the practice was lost as the dark era of universal apostasy fell upon the earth. Again, that was by Elder McConkie. Everything we have belongs to the Lord, and therefore the Lord may call upon us for any and all of our property because it belongs to him. The law of consecration is a law for an inheritance in the celestial kingdom. God the Eternal Father, his Son Jesus Christ, and all the holy beings abide in this law or abide by this law. It is an eternal law. It is a revelation by God to his church in this dispensation. Though not in full operation today, it will be mandatory for all saints to live the law in its fullness to receive celestial inheritance. You young people today abide a portion of this higher law as you tithe, pay a generous fast offering, go on missions, and make other contributions of money, service, and time. That was by President Ezra Taft Benson. That's the end of chapter four, and we will see you next time. Bye.